Restore your glory and 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Ancient of Days. Thank you, Alpha and Omega. 
am, that I am, Asian of days. We give you all the adoration. We exalt your name. We magnify your name. We bless your name for the opportunity and then the privilege that you have given unto us today to be gathered once again on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Spirit of God, we welcome you. Spirit of God, we thank you. Spirit of God, we lift up your name. We adore you. Uh, and, and we attribute the life we have today and all that it entails unto you and your grace. We thank you, Lord, and we appreciate you, Jesus. It's another beautiful day, another glorious moment that the Lord has given unto his people. And you and I, we are privileged to be part of the living and to be a partaker of this very day. God bless you and remain blessed and favored. God bless you once again.
it is your doing, it is your blessing, it is your favor that has given us the opportunity to be here once again. So, Lord, we adore your name, Lord. We magnify your name, we praise you, we adore your name, and we give you all the adoration and all the exhortation for your doing in our life. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Jesus Christ. To our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. The hour of Gethsemane is the hour of prayer. On our prayer line here at Gethsemane Prayer Network, and I'm your servant, George DeGraft. God bless you, and you are so warmly welcome. Today is another day, another beautiful day, another glorious moment on our prayer line, and today we are going to pray. Today we are going to have some time to look into the Word of God, and we are going to pray today. God bless you. I believe you are all doing well. I believe you are all fine. I believe your families are doing well. And the grace of God is keeping you and I. So we are so honored to be part of the living today. And today the Spirit of God is here to bless somebody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you 
27 verse 1 the bible said the lord is my light and my salvation the lord is my light and the lord is my salvation whom shall i fear whom shall i fear the lord is the stronghold of my life of whom Shall I be afraid? Verse 2 says, When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foe who will stumble and fall. When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. They will stumble and they will fall. For the Lord is our light and he is our salvation. Because the Lord is our stronghold. He is our stronghold. So the Bible is saying that whom shall I? be afraid of whom shall I fear? 
Father of God, we thank you once again. We adore you and we give you all the glory and welcome you to our today's service. We pray, Spirit of God, have your way in our midst today and bless us today in the name of Jesus. Somebody, if you're online and you can hear me, I just want you to type a big amen right now. The Lord is my light and my salvation. He is my light and He is my salvation. The Lord is your light. It is the Lord that is our salvation. So the Bible said, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The Lord is your light. The Lord is your banner. He is your protection. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. My God. I love this so much. The Bible says, The Lord is the stronghold. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. The Lord is the stronghold in my life. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid of? Is it? The terrors by night? Is it principalities? Is it demons? Is it powers? Or it is men, a mere mortar. Is it a mere mortar? Don't be afraid, my dear brother. Don't be afraid, my dear sister. Don't be afraid, my mom. Don't be afraid, my dad. The Lord is our stronghold. The Lord is our light. The Lord is our salvation. Whom shall we fear? Whom shall we fear? Don't fear any plague. Don't fear any disease. Don't fear any sickness. Don't fear any mere mortal. Fear any man at all. The Lord is our light and the Lord is our salvation. The Lord is our stronghold. I love that as the first two. He said, He is our stronghold. Our strong, our ever present help. Oh, my God. 
because I am your stronghold, I will speak for you. You don't need any explanation anymore. You don't need to prove anything to any man. But God said, I am speaking for you. I want to talk for you. I want to be your advocate. I want to be your lawyer. I want to be your advocator. I want to be your lawyer. That is what the Lord wants to be in your life. That is what the Lord wants to be in our life. So the Bible said, He is our stronghold. He is our light. He is our salvation. Whom shall we fear? Whose report are you believing? Are you believing in the report of man or you are believing in the report of God? If you are believing in the report of God, then I'm here to tell you somebody that the Lord is our salvation. The Lord is a stronghold and along the Lord is our light. If we would trust and believe in the report of God, we will not be afraid of the terrors that comes either by night or by day. Because our God is strong and powerful behind us.
welcome you. I welcome you today, my dear sister patient. You are welcome. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well, sister patient. You are welcome. Madam Eva, you are also welcome. God bless you. Madam Eva Barima, God bless you. And remain blessed and favored. Also welcome today, my dear sister Equia Davis. Equia Davis, you are welcome. God bless you. Oh. Welcome, Deaconess Gloria Chapman. Oh. Bless you, woman of God, for joining us today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Oh. God bless you, my dear sister Bridget Berima. Sister Bridget, God bless you. Oh. Okay, sister Bridget, I've seen your message. God bless you, my dear. Doing well, and I believe you are highly favored. God bless you. Also, welcome, my dear sister Cynthia. Cynthia, you are welcome. God bless you. Sister Cynthia, you are welcome. God bless you so much, and you are highly welcome today. This prayer for you from the book of Psalm 27 that I just read, and then let's start something small today, and then we are going to pray. God bless you. Psalm 27, the Bible said, "The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold. The Lord is the stronghold of my life; whom shall I be afraid of?" For somebody right now, that the Lord will be your light. Wherever you go, whatever you do in your in all endeavors of your life, the Lord will be your light, the light that will shine on your path, the light that will shine on your way, the light that will shine in all that you do. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that may the Lord be a stronghold in your life, a stronghold, a powerful hold in your life. Then when sickness comes, they cannot. When failure comes, they cannot. When disappointment approaches you, they can't because the Lord is your stronghold. When promise and fail come, they cannot stand. Why? Because the Lord is your stronghold. Because the Lord is our stronghold. In the name of Jesus, I pray for somebody. Now, because the Lord is your stronghold from today, you cannot be intimidated. He said, "The Lord is my stronghold; whom shall I fear?" You cannot be intimidated. No demon can intimidate you. No mere mortal can intimidate you. No principalities and powers can intimidate you. You cannot be oppressed. By the kingdoms of evil, you cannot be oppressed by the economy, by the situations that are going on in your life. Because the Lord is your stronghold, because the Lord is your light, and the Lord is our banner 
He is our salvation. I declare over your soul and I pray for somebody right now that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord shine His light on your life and may you be seen. When the light of God is upon your life, you will be seen. You cannot be hidden. Your dream cannot be, cannot be hidden. Your purpose in life cannot be hidden. The realities of your life is coming to affliction now in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the Lord is your light. May the light of God throw from the heavens upon somebody now. May the light of God fall on somebody now. May the light of God come upon you now. And may you be revealed. And may you be seen. I said, may you be revealed. May the world know you. May you be known. May you excel. Because the light of heaven is shining upon you. Because the light of God is throwing from the heavens upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Bratu Iyataladaha. Welcome you, my brother George Afriye. You are welcome. How are you doing, my brother? God bless you. You are warmly welcome. God bless you, George Afriye. of God, I'm fine. I'm also doing well. My brother, George, you're free. Thank God you are doing well. I'm also blessed and I'm also highly honored. God bless you all.
to worship the Lord for just a few minutes. I'm just loving the worship. Let's worship the Lord for within one minute, two minutes right now. Worship the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you. I, I bless your name. I worship you. I adore your name. I magnify your name. I give you all the praise and I give you all the adoration. By the grace of God, I'm doing well, my dear sister, patient. God bless you. I'm doing well, my family is doing well. You're welcome, my dear sister. 
Tabita, Dr. Asawa, you, you're welcome. God bless you, my dear. If you are doing well and the family is doing well, Dr. God bless you and you are welcome today. God, you are doing well, and the family is doing well, my dear. God bless you. The grace of God, I'm fine, I'm blessed, I'm favored, and I'm highly honored today. God bless you, my dear. Dorcas Javita. Today we are going to pray. We have some time to pray. But let me just look at something that we have been doing throughout the whole of this week. How God relates to his people through grace. How God relates to his people through grace. Or in other words, the type of grace that we have been looking at. And um, it's left uh, with um, last but not the least, uh, two of them. So I will talk about Uh, the sustaining grace and then I'll be ending at the miracle the miraculous grace yes the miraculous grace and we are going to base on the last one that is the miraculous grace and then pray together and before this session comes to a close you are going you are going to receive a sign Wonders and miracles will accompany. Miracles will follow. So just stand cool, stay cool, relax, listen to the word of God, and let's pray. And we are going to do some declaration today. Mind you that I said tomorrow, God willing, we'll be doing an online anointing service. Tomorrow is going to be a special Friday edition. So, when we are about to close, I'll remind you for tomorrow. So, the whole of this week, we have been talking about how God relates to His people through grace. And by the grace of God, we've done a lot this week, starting from Monday. We've looked at the actual grace. We've looked at the common grace. We've looked at the prevenient grace, or in other words, the conviction grace. We've looked at the justifying grace. And we say justifying grace had to do with being made right with God. And we move on to talk about sanctifying grace. And we say the prevenient grace and the justifying grace enables you and I to become a Christian. But the sanctifying grace enables you and I to become a true believer and a saint. And also be a partaker of the family of Christ, that is the body of Christ, or in other words, yesterday I said the universal, we've been part of the universal church. And we look at 
the glorifying grace. We look at the glorifying grace, and that is one of the Uh, the ways that God relates to his people, and I love so much, especially with a verse that is taken from Romans chapter 10, verse number 30 to verse number 32. The Bible said, And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So we look at the glorifying grace. And we say, the glorifying grace enables you and I to be fully conformed to the image of Christ in a new creation. So, when we become born again and the old life is passed, and behold, the new has now come into existence, that is where we are glorified. And we've been able or enabled to be fully conformed to. The image that God created humanity in the beginning and then the likeness of Him. We talked about the preach grace yesterday. That if a man of God can preach, if I can preach, and you will say, Today the message is very powerful, or yesterday the message was very powerful, it is the grace of God that operated through the Holy Spirit. Yesterday I said, It is accompanied by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So, the message that a man of God preached was accompanied by the ministry of the Holy Spirit to release power that can transform life, that can transform sinners into saints, that can cause miracle and all that you and I can talk of. So, if an evangelist can preach powerful, a pastor can preach powerful, a prophet can prophesy powerful, it is through the grace of God. And yesterday we looked at that. And there is one key thing we saw from the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 18. That was about Jesus Christ, where the Bible said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. It was Jesus Himself that was talking because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and the cover of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So that is the work of the grace of God. Even Jesus Christ. Preach under the influence or the ministry of the Holy Spirit because he was anointed by the Spirit of God. So that is why you can say, This man of God is anointed, this sister is anointed, this brother is anointed, this song ministrator is anointed. It is the work of grace through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We look at this yesterday, and yesterday we look at The provisional grace, and that was what we used to pray yesterday. The grace of, the grace of provision, the grace that provides for his people. And we saw example from the book of 1 Kings 17, the verse 1 to the last verse about the prophet Elijah, how God provided for him. We went on to look at the final one yesterday, the adopting grace or the grace of adoption. The grace of adoption. So in, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 to 6, The Bible says that in love he predestined us for adoption 
In love, God predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. Meaning that you and I, we are not a biological son until we became born again and the blood of the sacrifice, the blood of the atonement, washing and sanctifying us and glorifying us, now making us a partaker of the inheritance of our Lord and Master Jesus, making us a true sons or a real sons of God. So yesterday I said sons of God, then we respond much forward. So that is the adopting grace yesterday I explained. Today, let me quickly look at what we are going to do today. The sustaining grace. The sustaining, the grace that sustains you and I. And I'll be ending at the miraculous grace. The miraculous grace. But let me quickly look at the sustaining, or let's quickly look at the sustaining grace. The grace that sustains us. The grace that sustains humanity. The grace that sustains the righteous. The grace that sustained you and I. Sustaining grace. We are looking at something from Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse nineteen. The Bible said, "My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness." For my power is made perfect in weakness. In those times of trial, in those times of suffering, in those times of temptation, in those times of depression, in those times of oppression, what sustains us or what sustains us is the grace of God. It is the grace of God that sustains our life in times of depression, in times of oppression. What made you to hold on without hanging yourself? Without killing yourself is the grace of God that sustained you. It is the grace of God that sustained us in the time of trial. In the times of temptation, in that time of sickness, 
In that times of pain, it is the grace of God that sustained you and I. So he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. So in your weakness, in that time of disappointment, what made you not to throw in the towel? What made you not to give up in life? What made you not to give up on Christ? It's the grace of God, the sustaining grace of God that sustains you and I. The grace that sustains and holds and inspires our faith when we were lying at the hospital bed, not knowing the next moment what is going to happen to us. It's what we call the sustaining grace. Sustaining grace is often hard for us to accept. Because at a certain point in time, you will think that it was your strength. You will think that it was your experience. It was your skill that made you to maneuver your way through. That made you to come out of that problem. That made you not to give up. It is not your experience. It is never your skill. It is never your strength, but it is the doing of the Lord. It is the sufficiency of God's grace that sustained our life in the mix of that trauma, in the mix of that sickness, in the mix of that pain. It is the grace of God that sustained our life. The grace of God. The sustaining grace of God. When we approach the throne room of grace, mind you that we receive the Lord's mercy and grace. When we approach the throne room, that is the first Bible verse that we look at from the Hebrews chapter 4, the verse 16. He said, Let us therefore draw near. With confidence to the throne of grace. To the throne of grace. That we may receive mercy. And may find grace to help us. In time of what need. In time of need. In time of affliction. In times of pain. That we may what? We may find grace to help us. In time of need. So in that time. Of affliction. In that time. When you are thinking how your school fees will be paid, how your children will be taken care of, how your bills will be paid, how you'll be able to take care of your family, what sustained you in time of that need is what we call the sustaining grace of God. The sustaining grace of God. So he said, let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. We draw near with confidence to 
the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of what? In time of need. In time of need. So the Bible said, He is our ever present help. He is our ever present help in time of need. Psalm 46, verse 1. He is our ever present help in time of need. The grace of God. The sustaining grace of God. So in time of that need, in time of looking for that opportunity, that job opportunity, in time of that need, what sustained you? What motivated you? What inspired you? What quickens your mortal being? It's what we call the grace of God. The sustaining grace of God. So in time of trial, going through trial, going through the, 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 the temptation of the enemy, mind you, that Jesus, after 40 days prayer and fasting, the enemy took him there and tempted him. But all, within all, within all the three temptations, Christ never failed. It was the grace of God that sustained him. A lot of temptation came your way. You were able to go through. Trials came. You went through. It is the grace of God. It is not because you can pray a lot. It is not because you can preach the word a lot. It is not because you know the word. It is not because you are too matured. In relation to the things of God. But it is because the grace of God sustained you. It is because the grace of God sustained me. It is because the grace of God sustained us. So what sustained you and I in the midst of trial? What sustained you and I in the midst of suffering? Is the grace of God. That gave us the edge, the momentum, the power. That gives us the ability to stand and fight. To stand and never give up. To stand and never throw in the towel. It is the grace of God. And we call this the sustaining grace. And this is one of the ways that God relates to his people. Through what we call the sustaining grace. To help us in time of what? Of needs. That's why I say we approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and grace in time of what? Of need. So in time of need, we obtain grace to sustain us. We obtain mercy to sustain us. To keep us alive. To keep our hope alive. To keep our faith alive. So what keeps our hope alive? What keeps our faith alive? Is the sustaining grace of which God relate unto humanity. God bless you.
we talk about the last thing for today, and then we are going to pray. Today we are going to, I said today we are going to pray, okay? We have some few minutes to pray. We have some few time to pray together. We have some corporate prayer to pray today. We've looked at the sustaining grace. That is one of the ways that God relates to his people. And we are coming to talk about last but not the least. The miraculous grace. We are looking at the grace of God. The miraculous grace of God. The miraculous grace of God. That's what we are going to base to pray today. And you are going to experience the sign. You are going to experience a wonder and a miracle today in the name of Jesus. If you are online and you can hear me, type a big amen. If you just join, this is the hour of Gethsemane. This is the hour of prayer. This is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. God bless you and you are warmly welcome to our segment today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. grace. One of the ways that God relates to his people is through miracle. One of the ways that God relates to his people is through miracle. And it is called the miraculous grace. Under the grace of God. Because God is supernatural. Because God is divine. There are times that he shows up in extraordinary ways. Doing things that only he can do doing things that only he can understand a mere mortar can't do a mere mortar can't understand we're talking about the miraculous grace so god is supernatural god is divine so many ways he shows up in extraordinary ways mysterious ways it will blow your mind. Your human comprehension cannot be ascertained because he is God. He does his things the way he wants it. Different ways. Varied ways. Many ways, I would say. And we call this miracles. We call it miracles as we read about them in the Bible and sometimes see them in our lives. Several have we seen in the Bible from the days of old, from the time he picked the people of Israel, from the, from the land of Egypt through the wilderness. The wilderness experience. You know what happened? He was feeding them with manna. He was giving them food 
from nowhere. And yesterday we even saw one of the examples. How God was feeding the prophet Elijah in the cave as a bird was bringing food to the man of God. Series in the Old Testament, many in the New Testament. In John chapter 9, the man that was born blind. He was born blind. The disciple asked him, Is he the man? Is he the mother? Is he the father? Is he any sibling that Jesus know? Because my glory have to be shown for the world to know that I am God. Stephen, a man full of the grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people in the book of Acts chapter 6. Stephen, the man that was stoned to death, he performed miracles. He was speaking mystery. Paul the apostle, the Bible says he got to a time that even his handkerchiefs, his shadow was healing people. The miraculous grace. The apostle Paul, when he laid his hands, people were receiving their miracle, instant miracle, instant healing. Instant what? Healing. In the beginning of this month, a three-day prayer and fasting. Be open. Be what? Be open. The man was deaf and dumb. And the Bible said, Jesus touched his ears and speak and touched his tongue and said, Ifata, which means be open. And the Bible said, immediately the ears of the man were opened. The string of his tongue was loosed and the man began to what? To speak. What a miracle. And this is one of the ways that God relates to his people. Through miracle. That is why in the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 36, 38, the Bible said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing what good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. I love that. I love that. I love that. For God was with him. That is how God relates. For God was with him that is the work of grace. He said, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Doing good here means he was healing the sick. He was what? Healing the sick. Do you know why I said he was healing the sick? Because when you go to Mark chapter 16, Jesus told the disciples something. 
And the same thing in the Luke chapter 4 that we, we, we first earlier read, chapter 4, verse 18. Jesus himself said that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captive and recover of sight to the blind. Healing. And what? Recover of sight to the blind. And to set a liberty them that are bruised. This is the word of God. This is the miraculous grace I'm talking about. The grace of God. The grace of God. The miraculous grace. So Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Do you remember the man that was possessed? He said legions. Meaning that a group of demons, a group of principalities and powers were living inside the man. So when the man saw Jesus, then the man said, the evil spirit in the man said, what are you doing here, son of man, son of God? Are you here to destroy me? And then the spirit begged Jesus that, don't kill me, but throw me into the pit. So Jesus was anointed and he was going about healing all that were oppressed by devil, all those that were oppressed by evil. Jesus was healing. It is the work of the grace of God. Oh, you can mention us for miracle. We can't. We can't even stop. We can mention and mention and mention and mention and mention. Let me read what Jesus told the disciple in Mark sixteen, verse seventeen. He said, "And this sign shall follow them that believe." And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpent. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The miraculous one. Grace. It is given unto you. It is given unto me. It is one of the ways that God relates to his people. It is one of the ways that God relates to us. So that is why. At a certain point in your life. You can feel some signs of sickness. And you can lay your hand. On that place and pray. And speak into your body. And speak into yourself. And all of a sudden. You see a relief. All of a sudden, you see a relief immediately. Sometimes on a prayer line, we pray. Sometimes in your church, and miracles happen. Demons run away. Principalities run away. Women that are buried. Begin to take seed. Chronic disease begin to leave. It is the work of the grace of God. 
It is the grace, that is how that is one of the ways that God will lead to his people to show. You see, he is our God. That is why I read in Psalms 27. He says a light and he's our salvation. He is our light and he's our salvation. He is our stronghold. So he will always defend us. He always wants us to be happy. He always wants us to be free. Because we are the image and we are the likeness of God. We are the image and the likeness of God. So in Ephesians 4, 7, that will be the last verse I'm going to read. Through his grace, gospel does miracle or miraculous things every day. So in the verse that we said, and he has graciously given each one of us. And he has what? Graciously, graciously. He has given us generously each one of us supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. So that is why I'm saying that the miraculous grace is not only for the prophet. It's not only for the apostle. It's not only for the pastor. But it is for what he said in Mark 16 verse 7, 17. He said, And this time shall follow them that believe. So did he say this time shall follow apostles, pastors and preachers and evangelists? No. He said, And this signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, Shall they, shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with tongues. They shall take up serpent. And if they drink any deadly thing, I pray for somebody. Even if you are poisoned, either spirit, spiritually or physically, you cannot be harmed because a portion of grace has been apportioned unto you. It has been given unto you. So he said, and he has generously given each of us, each of us, you and I, not only me, not only your pastor, but he has given to me, he has given it to you. He has generously given each of us supernatural grace. (laughs) If that is in your Bible, underline it. Supernatural what? Grace, not ordinary grace. Supernatural grace. According to the size of the gift of Christ. He has given you something. He has given me something. And that is one of the way that he relates to his people. How God relates to his people. He relates to his people through what? A miraculous grace. The grace of miracle. The grace of signs. The grace of wonders and the grace of miracles. To accompany his people. He has given it to us to accompany us. To follow us wherever we go. Miraculous grace is poured out 
When God enables what signs, when God enables signs, when God enables wonders and miracles to accompany His people, may signs and miracles accompany you today. That is our prayer today. That God let signs, let wonders and miracles accompany me today. Because the Bible said, and these signs shall follow. And this time shall accompany them that believe. Them that believe. Thank God you are a believer. Thank God I'm a believer. Thank God that we have been predestined. Thank God that we have been called. Thank God that we have been justified. Number three. Thank God that we have been glorified. Number four. So every child of God. This fourth thing. You have been what? Predestined. We have been called. We have been justified. And we have been glorified. We have been what? Glorified. So he said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devil. Signs and wonders is, is about following somebody today. I pray prophetically. That in the mighty name of Jesus, as God relates to his people, may miraculous grace be poured out into your life. And may God enable signs and wonders. May God enable miracles to accompany you, to accompany you. You all, you're welcome. Come in, mommy. How are you doing? You're welcome, my dear. God bless you. All I want to tell you a big amen right now. The, the platform is silent. If you are online, can you hear me? Type a big amen right now. God bless you.
welcome Leslie and new mother. Leslie, how are you? And welcome. God bless you. It is time for us to pray. It is time for us to pray. Let's have some few time and pray right now. We want to pray some fire prayer right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Today we've seen that God relates to us through a sustaining grace. And we've also seen that God relates to us through a miraculous grace. A sustaining grace, the grace that sustains us in time of trouble, the grace that sustains us in time of trial, the grace that sustains us in our weakness. I want you, wherever you are right now, begin to thank God. Say, Lord, I thank you today. I bless your name for your word. I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the gift of life. And I thank you for everything that you have done and what you were doing and what you were about to do in my life. That is our first prayer point. Let's lift up our voice wherever you are. As you know, as we do it, wherever you are, if you are in your office, just connect your spirit. If you are in the marketplace, just connect your spirit. If you are at home, Alone, begin that one. Open your mouth and pray. If I in, 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 in the if if I walking on the street, be tapping your feet, be nodding your head, and connect to the spirit right now. And today, before we bring our segment to a close, you are going to experience a sign. You are going to experience oh my God, oneness, and you are going to experience a, a, a miracle today in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, I thank you. I bless your name today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, we bless you because we are today. We have to find the little. I'm going to have a I'm going Lord, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We adore your name. We magnify you. We give you all the adoration. We give you all the adoration, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I bless you, Holy Ghost, God. Rapa, 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 Rapa,
Verse 18, the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. We are praying this very hour that Lord, let your Spirit come upon me, let your anointing come upon me, let your power come upon me, let your light be shine upon me. May I begin to experience your power now. May I begin to experience your Spirit now. May I begin to experience your anointing now. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord. Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. The Spirit of God come upon me now. Power of God, anointing of God, come upon me now. Lift up your voice, somebody. Let's pray. Let your power, let your power come upon us now. Let your anointing come upon us now. Wherever you are, you are receiving the anointing. You are receiving the spirit of God. You are receiving the power now. In the name of Jesus, we call Spirit of God, come upon us now. Let the Lord come upon us now. In the name of Jesus, Right, somebody right now. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. Precious one, if the Spirit of God is upon you, you cannot be denied. If the Spirit of God is upon you, you cannot be rejected. When the Spirit of God is upon you, 
you will experience the miracle. You will experience the might of God. You will experience an expansion and elevation. I pray that may the Spirit of God come upon you wherever you are right now. May the anointing of God fall upon you. May the power of God, may the might of God fall upon somebody now. Wherever you are, may you experience the grace now. May you experience that power now. May you experience the anointing now. May you experience the spirit of God now. May the spirit come upon you now. May the anointing come upon you now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Next prayer point, we are praying. The sustaining what? Grace. The sustaining grace. I said, what we talk about? The sustaining grace. It is that grace that sustains us in time of trial, in time of suffering, in time of pain. The grace that sustains you the grace that will keep you not throwing in the towel, not giving up on yourself, not giving up on God, not giving up on Christ. We call it the sustaining grace of God. The sustaining what grace of God. So we are praying that God, let your grace sustain me in time of trial, in time of trouble, in time of suffering. Let your grace sustain me. The Bible says he is our ever-present help in time of need. The grace that will sustain us in time of trouble. Say, God, let your grace sustain me in time of trial, in times of temptation, in, especially in time of temptation. In time of temptation. We need the grace of God to sustain us in time of temptation, in times of trial, in times of suffering, in times of our weakness. In terms of what weakness, my grace is sufficient for you. And my power is made perfect in your weakness. My power is made what? Perfect in your weakness. So we are praying, we are lifting up a cry right now that God, let your grace sustain me in time of trial, in time of suffering. Let your grace sustain me in my weakness, my God. Let your power be made perfect in my weakness in the name of Jesus. In trial, in temptation, in trouble, in affliction. Let your grace sustain me in sickness, in disappointment, in failure, in promise, in failure. Let your grace sustain me. Let your grace sustain me. Let your grace sustain me in the name of Jesus. Lift up the cry now. Lift up your prayer now. In Jesus' mighty name, wherever you are, begin to pray, begin to pray. If you can speak in tongues, if you are in the house alone, begin to speak in tongues like you are mad. Begin to pray like you, you, you are mad. You are crazy now. In the name of Jesus. The grace of God is sustaining somebody now. It's sustaining somebody now. It's a pain. 
let your grace sustain us in time of trial, in time of trial, in time of temptation, in time of suffering, in time of sickness, in time of disappointment. God, let your grace sustain us now, now. The grains of The grace of God is sustaining you now. The grace of God is sustaining somebody now in trial. The grace of God will sustain you in, in, in temptation. The grace of God will sustain you in suffering. The The grace of God will sustain you in disappointment. The grace of God will sustain you in time of sickness. The grace of God will sustain you. I pray for somebody now that in time of heavens, the grace of God will sustain you. The grace of God will sustain you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The sustaining grace, the sustaining grace, the grace that sustains us in time of trial, in time of suffering, in time of sickness, in times of disappointment, the grace that sustains us. Our next prayer the Bible said, My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. For my power is made perfect in weakness. That is our next prayer point. That God, in my weakness, let your power be made perfect. Somebody, are you here? We are lifting up a cry. We are lifting up a, a, a prayer right now. That God. In my weakness, you know your weakness. In my weak point, God, let your power be made what? Perfect. He said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness, in your weakness, in sickness, in disappointment, in failure. In time of temptation, in time of trial, God, let your power be made perfect 
in my weakness, lift up a cry now that God let your power, let your grace be made perfect in my weakness in the name of Jesus. Now let your power, let your power, let your power be made perfect in our weakness. Let your power be made perfect in our weakness in the name of Jesus. The grace of God, the power of God is going to be perfect in your weakness, in your weakness. The grace of God will be made perfect in the name of Jesus. Liko Sabaladada, Mante de Bedebe, Rapaniata Panta, Liko Sabalada, Rapante Bedegede, Kariatosa. Think that you are weak. Where you think that you are not strong, your strength cannot go there. Where you think that your knowledge cannot go there. Where you think that your wisdom, your experience in life cannot go. The Bible said, For my power, my what power is made. Perfect in your weakness. I pray for somebody right now. That a situation you get to a place and you think that is over, and you think that is over, may the power of God be made perfect in your weakness. The situation where you think that your protocol cannot go. May the power of God be made perfect now in the name of Jesus. Where you get to and you think that doctors cannot. Where doctors will tell you that they can't do anything about it again. I pray that may the power of God be made perfect in your weakness. Be made perfect in your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, my God, this time shall follow them that believe.
Ayata Branta Yadaha. Ebi Kongsha Palakatuksha Padaha. I am praying endlessly for somebody Hayatuksha. That thing that oh Marakatuksha Palaha. That nothing can be done about the situation. That you have to give up. My God, God said, I should tell you that in the very moment you think that it, it, it is over, that you are about giving up. God said, I am intervening to strengthen you. Aikatuksha Palaha. To empower you and to strengthen you and to motivate you and to inspire you and to lift you up and position you at the place of good health at the place of promotion at the place of expansion oh god kayatusha hey tu shapalakadu shapantaya hey ko shapaladaharata wherever you are i am praying my greek ko distance is not a barrier wherever you are right now hayatusha May the spirit of God visit you in a special way right now. May the power of God visit you in a special way right now. May the anointing of God, oh Maliko Shabalaha, visit you in a special way. Where you will get to and you will think that, oh my God, you cannot move forward again. The Bible said that my power will be made perfect in that weakness. My power. Will be made perfect in that limitation. Why you think that you have been limited, you cannot move forward again. Why you think that you have been stopped, my God? God is telling me that hey, Maroko Sabaladaha. The Bible says the race is not for the swift, my God. The race is not for the swift. Why you think that you are weak? You cannot, oh my God, continue the race. May the strength of God be made perfect in your weakness. May the strength of God be made perfect in your weakness. May the strength of God be made perfect in your weakness. May the strength of God be made perfect in your life. In your marriage, when you think that this marriage cannot work, when you think that this relationship cannot work, when you think, oh my God, that this job it cannot survive. The Bible said my strength, oh my God, my power is made perfect in that weakness. May the strength of God, may the power of God, may the anointing of God, may the grace of God be made perfect in your weakness. The Bible said the race is not for the swift. Why you think that your strength cannot move again? May the power of God, may the power of God strengthen you, my God, and lift you up. The Bible said, when all men are cast down my God we will say there is a lifting up when all men are cast down you will say there is a lifting up in the name of Jesus when all men are cast down may God lift you up may the power of God lift you up now in the name of Jesus may the anointing of God lift you up now may the power of God lift you up now may the spirit of God Lift you up now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. The Spirit of God upon your life, the anointing of God upon your life is taking you out from that trouble, is taking you out from that predicament, is taking you out from that weakness, is taking you 
out from that trial. It's taking you out from that temptation. It's taking you out from that problem. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for somebody now and I prophesy over your life that the grace of God from today is sufficient for you now. The power of God is made perfect in your weakness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Luko Sabaladaya. Jesus, thank you, the precious one. God bless you all for joining our prayer line here today at the hour of Gethsemane. This is the hour of prayer. This is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed door. As unfortunately, the time for our first session is up, so this podcast is closing right now. But I'm coming back, so let's all come back and pray together. God bless.